Hello, 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 and welcome to your regularly scheduled episode of the This and That podcast with Alex and Mondo. We got a couple topics we're going to be looking at today. The Euro Tournament that got started last weekend, as well as looking at some old school Nickelodeon shows. Let's go and get this started, Mondo. What is up, everybody? And once again, thank you for tuning in. We cannot stress how much it means to us. The support you, you all have given us has been over any expectation that we could have honestly thought of, especially this week with our first of the interview series episodes that we put out. The support we've gotten it has been amazing. And again, please always let us know what you guys think. We love your feedback and we love interacting with all of you on all our social media. So let's just jump right into it. Even though I do feel like our Twitter's becoming like just like a sports account. Like we're just it's whenever we're watching sports, we start tweeting away. That's the, that's when we get the best reactions. That's what, I mean we do because a lot of people are joining us in that in that activity. So it's a, it's always a good time. Um, so yeah, let's get start. Let's get started on Euros. Um, let's just jump right into it. Um, Euros got started last weekend. Um, Italy won their first match. They were the one of the uh, they were the opening game of the tournament. Um, and they've actually they're actually one of the three teams that have already qualified for the next round um, as of today, as of th- today's games with Belgium's and the Netherlands joining them. Um, top two teams in each group advance at six groups. So to make the round of 16, they take the four best third place teams. Um, the amount of talent this tournament like like this tournament compares to World Cup just because the amount of talent that's there just just in Europe alone. I mean, you got a guy um, like Nigolo Conte and from Chelsea, who's, you know, just amazing, and he plays in France, so he's there. I mean, who else is there, Mondo? I mean, you got my boy, Kevin De Bruyne. I mean, he's been playing. He recently came back from injury, and Alex was telling me, I mean, he came He came on. They were down. He assisted on a tying goal and then scored another goal. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a little bit because of like, who their oh. opponent actually was. Um, but, yeah, he's there. I mean, you got a guy – like, uh, you know, I'm obviously going to name some of my Liverpool guys. You know, Diogo Jota from Liverpool's there. Jordan Henderson's there. Love me some Hendo. So it's, you know, they, the talent is there, man. I mean, there's other – I mean, I'm, I'm leaving out a lot. I mean, yeah, you like, like there's so much talent. I mean, but it's just Antoine Griezmann is another one that, like, a lot of people forget. But there's so much talent in the Euros right now. And if we, don't mention, if we don't mention CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo, we will get yelled at. Yeah, we might get, we, we might get just – our podcast kicked off. Like if we don't yeah, like, like we may get canceled. So yeah, he's there as well with Portugal. You know, I named Diego Jota first just because I'm a Liverpool guy, but he's there. I mean, the amount of talent that's there really compares to a World Cup. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it really I mean, because if you really look at the if you look at the top teams, I mean, it's really the the teams that you normally see in the World Cup. Like those top teams, obviously missing a couple from like South America and stuff like that. But and the Americans, politics not there. You know, there's, not there's, there. You know, Weston McKinney's not there. We got you. It's coming. It's coming. You know, Don't worry, guys. The, the, you know, you. remember, ready. they are the champions of the CONCACAF Nations League. Yeah. USA. USA. Raise that trophy. All right. So it's time for us to give some predictions, or as we've come to lovingly call it, <laughs> the this and that kiss of death. Because I don't know if you've heard any of our predictions. <laughs> I think we are we are perfect. Um, Perfectly zero. Perfect. Right. Yeah, with zero. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've gotten anything right. I don't think we've gotten anything right. I really don't. Like we would like to apologize to the Mavericks, the Heat, the Panthers, and for the Mavericks. I'm sorry because we've apparently completely we did it twice. You, and then you guys imploded. Like you guys, okay, you guys imploded. Like, we oh give you way God. too much credit. 
<laughs> we, we gave you way too much credit and now your team's imploding. So we apologize. Oh. But Alex and I were talking about it. I mean, there's only one thing we can call this. It has to be that, that this and that kiss of death. I mean, it's a beauty. So we're going to be talking about our predictions in terms of who we think is going to take it all. So I'm going to let you take that off, Alex. I, I'm going to take the team that's the World Cup champs and the team with Nicola Conte on it. Like, I'm taking France. Like, it's plain and simple. I mean, the guy won the last four man of the matches in the Champions League that he played in. He won the second leg of the quarterfinal. He won both semifinal legs. And he won the final. Like, that's insane. That's insane. And the fact that him, when him and Pogba are in the midfield together for France, they've never lost. Like, I just feel like... Damn, I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Conte allows players to be himself, play, play more like themselves because of his style. Like he is, he he went to Leicester City, won a championship, went to Chelsea, and won a championship again. Like the guy is, the guy is amazing. He is probably the Ballon d'Or winner. Which for the ones who don't know what that is, that is the award given to the top player in the world for the year. Um, he's probably the odds-on favorite right now. And if France pulls this off, I don't see how neither Messi nor Ronaldo can take it off him this year. Yeah, and I mean, just building off of that, I mean, it might be everybody might tell me it's a cop out. But I got to go with Belgium. I mean, again, I'm not a humongous soccer person, but I've watched enough and I know enough about it that just the stuff that I see coming out of Belgium, I mean, just the players they have and just the way they play together, just just Courtois for me. Like, I am a humongous Courtois stan. Like, everybody that knows me close enough knows this. I am a humongous fan, and I just think he's he just figures it out. He makes it work. And just Lukaku and De Bruyne, like we mentioned before, for me – it's just like the right mix of what they need. They're such a deep team, man. It, it really is an embarrassment of riches. And, and But they're getting to that point for me that they, it's time to win. Like, Yeah, that's true. Like, like they've been this team that everybody's been expecting to win for a long time, and they just haven't delivered yet. Like, they need they need that signature tournament. They need their their Euros, their World Cup, if it's in the World Cup in, uh, in Qatar. Like, they need to win something big they, yeah. at this point. And that's the thing. And, and it's true because it's kind of like – it gets to the point. It happens with a lot of club teams that everybody's like, "Oh, when are they going to win the big one?" Well, Belgium, it's your time. Like you got to win the big one. Absolutely. And now we're in. I mean, we would re- be remiss if we don't talk about this because I would. It's it's by far and away the standout moment, unfortunately, of the tournament. It's the moment this tournament. I think it's un- going to be ultimately remembered for at least for unless you know i hope it doesn't but it's definitely going to be something that's going to be always talked about and that is what happened to danish midfielder um also player for inter milan in italy the italian champions um christian erickson um it was it's scary it's yeah, scary man say, it's, the only word that can, it's the only word that can describe it like seeing what went down like i saw the video after and honestly i regret seeing it so for those that that Again, if you heard us or my special episode, our interview series, I said this phrase. I'm going to say it again. If you've been living under a rock, <laughs> Christian Eriksen basically had cardiac. Well, no, he had it because the he, did. he went into he, said it. he had cardiac arrest on on the field. He was gone, and they had to use a defibrillator to bring him back. They only shocked him once. Um, I'm not an expert on a defibrillator, so I don't know if that's a lot. Um, I just know they used it and that's never good. Like that's, well, you know, when I see it used on Grey's Anatomy, it's pretty intense. So I imagine <laughs> it's not good. 
Well, something something that I, that I heard is like the fact that the reason that they say they only had to use it once is because if they have to use it more than once, that means that sadly the person has been gone longer. So there's more damage that can be done in terms of loss of oxygen and stuff like that. Wow. And that's the scary thing, man. Like, like I was saying, I saw the video and I regret seeing it. Like, it's not like I went out and searched for it. If you go out and search for it, there's that's just messed up because you don't want to see this. Yeah, it, I'm telling it, you. It, I it's saw scary. it once on Twitter because you know how Twitter is. Exactly. Man. Everyone, everyone, that's, that's where I saw it. especially like I was on break when it went down. I was actually working and I was on break when it went down. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I saw the video pop up. Well, the first thing I saw is, is someone saying, if you have put that video on, like I'm unfollowing you and I'm blocking you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the hell happened? And then I keep scrolling and guess what I saw? Um, yeah. You know, and, and I was, I, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was not a good look. It was not a good look. Um, it's a, it's I need scary. to give credit. Need to give credit to the Danish captain. I thought he went above and beyond. Um, really showed the kind of leadership that is expected of a captain. I feel like, and I hate to say the, in in such a sports cliche word, but the way he comforted his wife, the way which, by the way, whoever decided to air that or take that picture, um, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, man, like, why are you showing her in her most vulnerable moment? Like, honestly, you're a fucking asshole. I, and I'm not going to mince words. Like, yeah, that is, that is uncalled. Frustrating. Yeah, uncalled. and like, we were looking at it. And it's it's one of those things. Like, a lot of the times we get in this problem, like, in the media, like, the camera guy's like, we need to get that moment. Like, they all want to be the, pe- the person to get that one moment. And that's not the time. Like, Honestly, like I, I put myself in the shoes. Like I don't know what the hell I do. Oh my god, I'd be, I'd be, yeah, no. Like it's, it's one of those things. It's like you get scared, just like in general, like about, about family's health and stuff. But to be seeing there that, at a game and seeing that. that, yeah, I mean, and and also the stories have come out afterwards. I, I, I can't dismiss UEFA from being kind of a holes. Um, after what went down, basically giving Denmark three options: either you play the game now. Um, you come back later tonight and play it later, or you play it tomorrow, or you forfeit. Like it's like, like, like <laughs> I understand there's a tournament. I understand there's a tournament. I, I'm not discounting that fact, but you can't tell me you couldn't fit that game in somewhere else. Like, like you couldn't tell me there's you space, couldn't. There's space, there's space there's these, these games are spaced out. These teams are made of of professional international players. Like these are not. This is not some like small. Well, maybe North Macedonia has like a guy on the team. Like you know, there's always that team that's like has a police officer. It's free time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 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 they didn't have enough guys to fill the team, so they have. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have, they, have, they have like these guys. Like they're from the country, so they like they can play. Like like it's I always like been, like, kind of. It's like almost it's almost like a dream of mine to go to like some some small European nation and just like try and make their soccer team and be like, oh yeah, this guy this guy's a teacher. <laughs> he teaches English at the country in the country in American board. He, he, he teaches English, he just, Bro, he I just get showed play, up. I get to play I get to play in like Euros, like who knows what team I get to match up against. Like get my ass kicked 17 0. I don't care. I got to play in Germany. <laughs> you're, you're chasing Ronaldo down the field. Yeah, yeah, I win. I win. <laughs> I, I win no matter what. I and win, we like, can't and we can't go without talking about the coverage. Like the amount of time that they were still focused on that, like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's important to also note that Christian Erickson is is thankfully okay. Yes, he's okay. He's okay. He's been tweeting. He's not tweeting. Excuse me. He's been messaging with the team 
um, from what I've read often. Um, so he is very active with them and he's talking with them. Like, like for all intents and purposes, it looks like he's gotten through pretty okay out of this. Um, thank God. Um, but it is, it is a scary thing. I mean, so they played their game later on that night was the option they ended up taking after apparently from what the story is, Erickson calling both teams and saying, Hey, go play the game. That's nuts, man. Which is nuts to me. So that tells you how he had recovered already enough that, to make contact with everyone, supposedly. And they played the game. They ended up losing 1 0 to Finland. Um, they did play today their second game. As Mondo was saying, Kevin, uh, Kevin De Bruyne basically showed up and said, Hey, guys, I'm here and, and announced his arrival at Euros um, as he's coming back from injury. And um, won the game for, for Belgium with the assist and the the tying goal and then scoring the winner um, in a 2-1 game. But like in the 10th minute, the game was actually stopped for a minute by both teams and they just clapped. Um, the fans came out a big sign that we're all with you, Christian. Um, the 10th minute is for his jersey number. He was number 10. So it's like it, it is it is amazing to see the human spirit and how the, how mm-hmm. everyone around the world has reacted to this. Like, I will say that's, that's an amazing thing that that's been seen, I think over the last week and how like around the world, like there's been games going on and everyone, instead of celebrating, they're running to the cameras and saying, Christian, we love you get better. It's, 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 it's heartwarming. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and it happens in a lot of sports and maybe it's because like here in America, we don't really get the chance to have like, take the signs into games and stuff like that. And it's something that I've noticed watching not just European soccer, but just like world cup soccer is you see the difference that like the community can make and you see, and that's something that I admire about, about soccer because you don't see it very often. And the way that people care about each other and like th- those massive signs, I mean, everybody's seen them that it's almost like a humongous banner that the they tifos. pull out. They're called like, tifos. Yeah. They're tifos. For, uh... There we go. For the uh, the soccer uncultured is uh, those those are called tifos. I expect there to be one next weekend, on next Friday night, which will preview. We will be talking about Inter Miami Orlando, the the probably the entire episode. Um, so get ready for it. Um, but yeah, there'll probably be a tifo. Um, it's in soccer is one of the few sports i think it's it compares a lot to to our nfl where i feel right. home field advantage makes a huge difference the crowd does play a role in the game um as a liverpool fan um i've seen anfield the difference that anfield makes when there's fans in it and when there isn't like right. it is it is a big difference for that team it really is like yeah, you, can, and- you can tell and it's like one of those things, like obviously I'm not very – like I don't watch soccer all the time. But it's one of those things that you can see as like a – as even a casual fan, you can tell just the chance, the sound that's coming out of that. I remember I think one of the first games I watched, it was a game at Wembley. I mean this was years ago. Yeah. And it's just – and that was like the first time where I actually saw like how loud it was. And it's one of those things, man, that – especially the Euros. The Euros get crazy. Like obviously the – the pride in your country just comes out of everyone. I mean, it's, it's fantastic that um, they're allowing fans. Like, I think that's, that's something that is, I'm, I'm very happy is happening. I mean, if it's a limited or it depends on the country or I think it's UEFA. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I'm sorry. Like 
again, we show our true colors here, lack of research. And <laughs> and we it's it's good to have that crowd noise and not that artificial um noise that that's been being pumped in. Because that's like I'll be honest with you, I didn't I couldn't stand many games with the artificial sounds. Like it was Yeah, I got you. It's it was it was rough, man. Like I, I preferred to watch like the artificial sound would put me to sleep because it was just like a static noise. You know what I'm saying? Like it was almost like, yeah, a, like a white noise. It's like a white like where noise. you used to put babies to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I put my son to sleep. No one to sleep. So it was like it was terrible, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so glad that, that the fans are back. Um, I'm not seeing, you know, fist fights like I am here. However, I do have to commend my man Sons in Four, who uh got a D book jersey and is getting going to get going to go to the Western Conference Finals to a game. Thanks to D book. Like if you haven't seen that video, we don't condone violence. We don't condone violence, but my man's kind of looked for it. And the guy was, he, like I said on Twitter, he's the prophet. We didn't know we needed, um, called it sons and four as he was beating the guy up in game three. And yeah. So fantastic. Let's, let's keep this show rolling. Oh, Mondo. And again, about keeping the show rolling, we, we can't keep the show rolling without all the support of ev- that everybody gives us. And especially, we're extremely grateful to the support of AG Custom Cabinets. I mean, you guys have been hearing about them all throughout this podcast, and they've been providing custom cabinetry to the South Florida community for over 25 years. Design anything you can think of, and they got you. They can build it out. Bathrooms, kitchens, closets, and more. You can find them at agcustomcabinets.com and on Instagram and Facebook at AG Custom Cabinets. And like we all know, AG Custom Cabinets, where furniture is made fresh. Speaking of fresh, it's time for a new edition of our favorite segment. That's ridiculous, but so is this. And Mondo, you just told me your headline earlier. I have... (laughs) No idea what the context is. So tell me what is ridiculous. All right. I'm going to, what is ridiculous? I'm literally just going to read the headline because I read it to Alex before and he's like, you know what? Don't even tell me anymore. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing this on the show. So this is the headline it's Leopard Escape Cover Up at Chinese Zoo Yields Hunt with a thousand drones in the sky and 100 chickens as bait. So just to set the scene, Alex, because I read through this. I I saw that headline. I'm like, all right, this is what I got to use. The residents in in Hangzhou, which is a Chinese city. Well said, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm learning. I I, I practiced that name for like a good 30 minutes before I appreciate that. I appreciate that. (laughs) And everybody was saying, like, oh, they gave strict orders to remain indoors. And now, obviously, we have the pandemic going on. So apparently a lot of people thought that it had to do with a coronavirus outbreak or something going on with the pandemic. They had to come on the news and say, no, no, no. It's a different threat. And it's three leopards had escaped from Hanzhou Safari Park and they were roaming around freely. Not a couple days. They had been out for a couple weeks, Alex. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the best part of the story. They, had, been, the they had known about it for a couple of weeks and they didn't do anything and like – well, why did okay. they decide to do something then? Did someone die? Like, there was no. someone bitten, and like, no, this may no. have been a leopard, have, and then they're I like, "Hey, the leopards are out." Anything? I have not seen anything that anybody got got hurt or anything. So, luckily, we're lucky that nobody. Well, they're they're lucky, but apparently, they, somebody saw a leopard, reported it, 
And then they called the zoo and the zoo denied it. The zoo denied. Said no, it was, they're there. It's like, how, do, how do you deny? How do you deny? You're the only zoo in the city. How are you going to deny? It's not not my leopard. Leopard? <laughs> nah. Nah. He must have been seeing things. That must have been a really big cat. No, not but, our leopards. No, our leopards are here. But think about it. It's, it's a super hilly area. Like I was reading through it. It's a super hilly area. So people were reporting seeing these big ma- mountain cat type cats like on the hills. Like, <laughs> you're just thinking like – And I can just imagine like like they just think it's like, oh my god. That's, that is absolutely well, ridiculous. Like, obviously, like the title says – they started the search. There was a thousand drones, and they started. They used a hundred chickens as bait. So they would set it up. Did it work? Ch- like I don't even know. Like Wait, the thing it's is, not saying the story. There's no update if it I, worked. I will look to see if we find another update. But God, as of then, God, that's our show on par. We have no idea if they captured it. Left. No, leopards are still might be free for all we know. Holy shit! Okay, hey, no, I got you. Zoologists believe that the chance of an attack on humans is rare but not impossible. So oh, shit, they're gonna be hungry. Well, they, unless they, they eat the chickens. Well, that's true. But then wouldn't you catch them? Like, why hasn't there been an update that these leopards have been caught? That's, like, that should be the headline. Like, you know when they do leopards the update? Caught. update yeah, leopards caught. caught after three weeks search. But there's like, no you update. do that, and that kind of covers you. Right, but listen, and then they give the best advice in the world. You know, they always give you advice on what to do. You could raise both hands up and stand quietly or slowly back away. Don't turn around and run. And yes, I, I've yes, I've learned this is... Not learned. I never experienced it for the record, <laughs> but that's the way to do it. But I do not give a flying fuck. If I, I see a leopard, I punch it in the throat. Like I, I mean, was like something. Yeah, like, it's good. like, like give it an uppercut. Just uppercut. That's what you're gonna have to do. Like I'm not gonna stand there like this, like with my hands up quietly and just be like, "Please take me, sir." No. <laughs> Back away slowly. Back away slowly. Back away slowly. Just get behind oh. a rock and just figure it out. I mean, that, that was ridiculous. Like I. I saw that and I'm like, we this has to be on the show. And if guys, if you don't, and we gotta say this, if you don't believe any of the stories that we're putting out, search them because we probably will never give you a show that includes stories that don't exist. Yeah, yeah. This this segment is always factual in that in that these stories are all real. Like we are not making any of these up. Um. So while Armando, that was absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But so is this. So a woman in Texas, I assume uh, the update here is, yeah, it's gotten taken care of. But a woman in Texas, um, always Texas. That's two times I've gone to Texas for my stories. I mean, Texas, the new Florida. Um, (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll we'll get there. Well, eventually, Florida man is going to make an appearance in this segment. Like it's 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 bound to happen. Um, So a woman was facing felony charges for what you ask. Forgetting to return Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS 20 years ago to Blockbuster. I, that, that that scares me because I think I still have like books from the library I never returned. Well, that's They're, the like, library, dude. You should return those books immediately. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I think I did. But then again, man, like, I don't know. Just drop them in that Dropbox. I mean, you don't have to go by. You just drop that's them in the Dropbox. <laughs> that's true. They have to drop, just throw it in there. They'll never know. They'll never know. You're um, telling me for 20 years, like whatever, like she had it, but she, there was felony charges for that? Oh, because they well, call it as stealing. Because, no, 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 no. Well, she didn't even know that she was committing a crime. Like that's <laughs> right. That's that's part of it. Um, She was a former Oklahoma resident and had moved to Texas after, and gotten married, so she needed to update her information. Okay. Um, She went to change her license. 
But, you know, with COVID, they, they had her make an appointment and she had to come mm-hmm. in. And when she got there, they told her, hey, there's an issue in Oklahoma. She <laughs> was – and I quote in this article, which is from a site called All That's Interesting. But I looked this up and the story is, in fact, true. She was mystified. 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 She called the number that the DMV provided and was connected to the district attorney. During that, <laughs> during that conversation, she learned that she is has a warrant for felony embezzlement. Embezzlement? How the embezzlement. hell do you? Well, because she didn't return her video she to returned, Blockbuster. She responded with with a with a you've got to be kidding me like she thought she was, like this is a 52 year old woman like she thought she was gonna have a heart attack like like wait i'm being charged with what i recently got married and now i'm a felon <laughs> well listen to this in 1999 someone had rented a copy of sabrina the teenage witch shout out melissa joan hart in mcbride's name from an oklahoma video store excuse me it wasn't even the blockbuster it was a movie palace movie place Oh, so it wasn't even like a – it was more like one of those on-the-side stuff. Like you don't even – Some place, Oklahoma video store called Movie Place. When no one returned the VHS cassette, charges were filed. Like that's that's the ultimate level of petty, by the way. You didn't return my Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I am filing charges. I hate you. That's, a, hate that's you. a huge Melissa Joan Hart fan then. Yeah, I know, man. Um, then according to the court documents, she was charged in March of 2000. <laughs> with felony embezzlement of rented property. The charges stated that she willfully, unlawfully, and feloniously embezzled a certain video cassette tape, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, of the value of $58.59, which, by the way, is probably the most expensive VHS video I've ever heard of in my life. I was going to say, I DVDs I don't even think cost that much anymore. Much less a VHS video, and it's not okay. Look, I love I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Don't get me wrong, but that's not like one of those like old VHS tapes that everyone's looking for that you can sell. Yeah, like she even what she the goes, hell? Yeah, she even goes on to say because it wasn't even her that rented the video. It was someone in her name. name. <laughs> someone in her name. She goes, "I have never watched that show in my entire life. Just that's not my cup of tea." <laughs> She's like, I didn't try to deceive anyone over Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I swear, like she's pleading her case. Like, granted, it's a very small amount of money, but this is the principle of this. Like, this is absolute madness, man. And, and here's the best part: when, when the more she thought about it, the more she's like, "Oh my god, my life makes so much sense now." Since 1999, she had been getting fired from jobs, and her employers never told her why. It's because there was a fucking running the background check and the felony came up. (laughs) So for the last 20 years, she for the she can't figure out, man, I just keep getting fucking fired. I can't hold the job. Which which by the way amazes me that at that point she didn't like, hey, it's something going on. Like like after a while, you get fired enough times. You get fired continuously, like like come on. But she's like, she's continuously getting fired and like she can't figure out why. Well, well, why wouldn't you try and figure out why you continually get fired? But yeah, so long story. She got it taken care of, obviously. Um, like, I don't get it, man. Like, some news is crazy. Like, that's the thing. Like, some of this stuff is just crazy. Now, and leading off of that, I know we told you that we would be reviewing Loki episodes every week. 
life is hard and rough and obviously we got jobs and Alex has a family. So there's obviously a lot of stuff that we just can't get to watching it. We didn't get to watch it this week, but we promise next week you'll get the review. Yeah, Wednesday nights are rough, man. Like that's a rough night to drop a new show on us with us recording on Thursdays. Peek behind the curtain. It's a Thursday when we record everyone. Ah, um, surprise. surprise, surprise. Um, so yeah, so we didn't get to watch it this week. We apologize. Um the wow meter will be back. Oh, we will pump that wow meter for you guys. Don't worry. Next week we're gonna get extra wows. Wow. Jumping into our big topic this week is old school Nickelodeon game shows. And when we were looking this up, I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks on end, and we've been wanting to do old school Nickelodeon TV shows for a while. Now, we're not going to get into all of them, as you'll see, but any old school Nickelodeon game shows or even old school Nickelodeon shows in general, Doug, all those cartoons, let us know. We want to hear from you. Ah, Real Monsters, Rugrats. Oh, I forgot about I forgot I mean, about Rugrats, Real Monsters. dude. Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles. I'm, I don't want these responsibilities. Yeah, like, man. That's how I feel that's now. <laughs> and it's just, it was just enjoyable. I mean, you could watch those shows, the same episode over and over, and yep. you would still enjoy it. Yeah, man. All those shows, it didn't matter if the episode was new, if the episode was old. And you'll see as, as we go talking about the shows we're discussing today, like, they didn't have as many episodes as you really thought they did. <laughs> Like we were, we were genuinely like, like blown away when the little research we did for this show actually showed that to us. Um, it was, it was quite, quite remarkable. So we're going to kick off our first game, which is a show that, that I, I feel like if they were to bring it back today, it would do very well with the adventure, with the, uh, the advances in graphics and technology 100%. was Nick Arcade. Like you, like they had the green screen, but it was like you were in the video game. So it really ahead of its time, in my opinion, about it. Yeah, and and it's one of those things that like you look at it, and it's and it, you think of like all the stuff that was going on back then. You think now, like they literally superimpose people into video games. Like obviously they weren't playing in the video game. Let's not get crazy here. It's not Wreck-It Ralph, but it was literally like superimposed in. And now obviously there was a guy behind the computer who I'm pretty sure was trolling everyone that was playing those games who kind of controlled the background and what would go on because like you obviously couldn't grab the ring in one of the games to make it count. So like you had to touch it and then they would say that it counted. But I feel like that guy was trolling them sometimes. Cause I feel well, like, I, I feel like with that guy having that much control, like they could be in like, Hey, we really don't have the prize this week. Like we can't afford it. Like make sure they, <laughs> they cannot win. Cause there were times where I'm like, wow, these people are just like, there's, they have no chance. Like there was the level that kind of looked like Indiana Jones, like had like spears flying from like every direction. Like <laughs> yeah. there was no way. Like anytime someone got by that, you were like, "Oh, these guys are gonna win." But like, cause that level was like that level was a killer, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like there was those level that I I remember. I don't know if you remember it, Alex. It was kind of like Luigi's Mansion type thing, where like there was like idols and windows, and you would have to go up and down the stairs trying to trying to touch them. And the guy yeah. would wait to like right before they got there. You know, for touch fireballs, to right? flip them exactly, yeah, or the bat, or he'd send the bat come flying. And oh, the bat would just was like on the other corner of the wall. He's like, "Nah, I'm gonna come get you now." Boom, dead. Yeah, no, it was it like there were some some levels there that were just like, "Geez, man!" Like they they sometimes really made it so that you couldn't win that game. But again, I, that game, I mean, that game had like had a classic game on there. Metroid was actually oh, one of the games they played. Right, on. I forgot. I completely forgot about that. Um, they actually used a bunch of like 
systems for like the video challenge it was like i think that was the point of it It was like you always had like a different system so like they had a nintendo they had a super nintendo they had a sega they had an nec turbo graphic and an SNK neo geo like i haven't heard those names in quite the some time and of course who can forget i'd be remiss if we don't mention the host phil moore um (laughs) in this in this comet of 80 episodes that's right there was less than 100 episodes made we figured out that each season at Nickelodeon consisted of 40 episodes mm-hmm. and there was only two seasons of Nick Arcade. So by our math, like there's actually no official the show was videotaped from January 4th to November 6th of 1992. They filmed both seasons. They aired reruns until September of 1997. And you didn't care. <laughs> And you didn't care. It's so true. You hadn't seen him in so long, you forgot <laughs> and about it. That's him. the thing. And knowing me, I'd probably be like, damn, that looks familiar, thinking it was a new episode. But realistically, I'll... <laughs> exactly. And that's one of those things that we, we talked about it before when we started no, exactly, talking about man. it. Just, the show, the show would be now. so amazing. Imagine the technology we, we have just, now. Like, like and get it back. Do I feel it. like it's one of those shows like, that it's just crazy. I, to me. I feel it's a very underrated show for Nickelodeon because again, it was only two seasons. So it like yeah, they reran it a lot, but there wasn't a lot there because I feel like there's. But I feel like that's one that can have a lot of a lot of life. Um, it's yeah, it's a classic. I mean, Mikey, the video game adventurer that would go across the board. You know, when they would ask him all the trivia questions, and it was, it was. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. It was underrated. And I think a lot of people of forget ones, that that show like, exists because they talk think about, of like, the big one. I would say And I feel like sometimes the dark kid gets forgotten. Like, this is the show that when I was a kid, all I wanted was to grab a piece of that rock, the glowing rock from the Agro Craig. I needed it in my life. Needed it, needed it in my life. Like I, man, if I would have that, if I would ever have won that, like I would never <laughs> give that up. Like I would display that everywhere. Like yeah, that's me. That's a piece of the crag. That's me. Winner of Nickelodeon guts, my friend, or global guts. Like like I actually have a set. Global guts was only one <laughs> season, for season be, four, which by like, the way, as we discussed, yeah, I was going to say for forty episodes like, per season, hundred sixty episodes. We're not even getting guts, into global guts. guts. That, like, yeah. That's it. That's all. Um, and let me tell you, I actually have an old status on Facebook, Mondo. It's one of the few, like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They'll scare me. Cause they, they're like, they show me how dumb I was when I was younger. So, so oh, I actually delete man. most of Don't scare me. Come old up, like, eh, you know, scary. no one needs to know about this. Um, however, however, this one I keep. This one, like I, I said, <laughs> exactly. You no know one, what? No one needs I to really know wish crap I would post. I could have gone the global guts because I would have represented Cuba and I would have like been the Cuban representative, like because that cut Cuba was not there. Global guts, like they had people from the Ukraine, like from everywhere. It was amazing because I mean, oh people that were, like, shit, because they filmed it here in Orlando where I'm at. It was never there. That's true. Cuba was never in the uh, the extreme arena, as the soundstage was called, with our host Michael Malley, who's gone on to do many things. Right, known right, as the yeah. On ESPN, um, just a lot. He's he's around, and more of a quirk. Who could forget our British judge?
<laughs> it's so true. And it's like one of those things that even now, I was talking to Alex about it before we got on to record. Oh, but still, I would like, love like, to do that. Give me that now. bungee cord like, and let me pretend like I'm all I, I those jump forces off the that they had and all you that know, stuff. Like, like, give me, let me play I mean, I probably bust my ass. I probably pull something because I'm. I'm, I'm Yes, that's oh God, a, do you remember that's the one uh, the event where they threw like soccer balls like, and, and it's like being a kid again with, like, I think that's what made five soccer so balls so great. in like 30 seconds like oh my god like they were just they just like had these machines and they were just yeah, fired just, at soccer balls at you no regard for to, CTE it was like it had to be at least like 50 shots in like 60 then. seconds like it was it was some ridiculous it was aggressive man like it was it was 90s extreme you know like like we're we're tough like yeah, it, it was aggressive. It was aggressive. Oh, and, and and like and everybody had a nickname. Nobody cares about right? anything. You could just take some the, of the ones that I found in my research. The these are the ones going, who achieved like, the the perfect score, which was winning first of in all four events and being the first to the top of whichever version of the aggro crag. Because the aggro crag, if you remember, morphed over time. And first, it was the aggro crag. The first two seasons, then it became the mega. <laughs> That's true. It would change on you. Crag. And then after that, for Global Guts, it was the Super Mega Aggro Crag. And they always had Mega. some sort of That's ridiculous right. thing like it rocks evolved. falling or some like ridiculous thing that the kids had to do. But like I said, some of them had like some, some great nicknames. Like, And shout out to all you people here who I'm naming who had perfect scores because those are the only names that are out here. Brian Wildfing Beer from Season 3. I like Wildfing. Um, let's see what that was. Um, Rami the Snake Cohen from Israel and Global Guts, the snake. Um, now, now this one, this one kind of has just caught my eye because the term has been been made a very derogatory one. I feel like just the word itself, when you say it now, you cringe. Chris Snowflake Ewing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's crazy how things have changed but it's like they still is there the any is, better research i was than that doing research and by research i mean you know watching the old school guts episodes on youtube and they still hold up oh that's the best like just sitting there and watching it and like the grainy footage because you know i mean and it's just compared like to what Michael we have Man, now so with hd and all that it's like it's grainy and then, like, but they always had like being these, able these, to like, watch it now, for lack of a better and term, the like, show still pieces, holds up. like introduction pieces on on like the kids and the athletes, and you know, so you knew <laughs> more about them. <laughs> that is true. And he just made it so aggressive. Let's learn about how she will spill your guts, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but guts is is legendary. Um, I don't know if they can do that one again, though. Yeah, I don't think they can capture that magic. Level. I really don't. I really don't. I feel like that one is one of those. Like, it's best left like untouched. Leave it alone. I don't think so. I, one of those. That... And just let it live how it is. But oh my God. one Omac. that they are bringing back. Omac I know is back. Alex and I are both excited about this. Is Legends of the Hidden Temple is returning. It is getting rebooted. The CW is taking it on. For those of you that don't know where the CW is, it's what it's on the TV and it has reruns of everything. So if you haven't seen the CW, you better get on that because I love that playlist. It's got reruns of anything and anything you can think of. But it's getting Legends of the Hidden Temple. Now, 
we looked it up to see, oh, what can they tell us? I don't about? know what that All means. All they said was I don't know what that means. Super size and an adult upgrade. So I'm not exactly sure <laughs> what the hell that means. Like I need to know though. I need to know if Kirk Fogg but is going to be. Don't worry, Alex, because our crowd like, favorite, I, the Olmec statue, this is important is information. Like, anyone who knows, by the way. Three seasons, 120 episodes. Again, these shows did I not so. have as many episodes as you think they did. Um, they just felt like they went on forever because, uh, as I we said, they re-ran them for five years. I mean, they really stretched the life out on those. Um, it just felt like they went on forever. But, like, it oh, – man. Like, he needs to repel from the ceiling. Like, it needs to happen. Um, and, of course, I'm sure it's going to be the original six teams. I think they've already said that. The Red Jaguars, the Blue Barracudas – the green monkeys, the purple parrots, the orange iguanas, and of course the silver snakes. Um, it's just like I don't know how they're gonna make it adult size. Like, what are they gonna do for the moat in the first round? You know, I guess they're make the, make the things tougher. Like, because I feel like some teams like really struggled at life with that. Like, you can tell which ones like the I don't teams know, that make like, it bigger. I had guess, some sort of athlete size. on it by who can get past the moat. Like. That's where the athlete is typically, but you needed that smart person for the, the temple steps for the yeah, next part. That's where the story. athlete is. Like, yeah. And the thing is, for those of you that didn't watch the show, that statue, which I don't, statue? Oh, I don't you're talking about if the, the statue was just in the actual temple, hard, the shrine of the or, silver monkey. Yeah. Like, I don't, I felt like they just okay. struggled. Putting it together, I don't know how difficult it could possibly be to put together. Three, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, three pieces monkey. Yes, sure. I, I, I guess the pressure of the moment, like you know, it gets to you, but it's, it's three only pieces, three right? pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it, it, and one of them is the stick that goes down. Like so, it's really it's only two pieces, pieces you got put though. together because then you just slam the head down. You could, however, so many the amount of times I saw and like one of them was the like the main way and not being able to figure out what was going on was flabbergasting. Just like they couldn't figure it out, they couldn't figure it out for the life of them. Like they put it the wrong and, way. I mean, some of the rooms were cool, like you know, like ball pit. I like the one where they just half swing turn across it. or half dive across, like you jump off the ledge. Like it was like the second room. Yes, <laughs> it was so, and that's the thing. I was I was reading about what they're going to be bringing back, and they're going to be bringing back some of the well, same I'm events. Glad, I mean, the moat is coming that. back I for mean, sure. They said. And some of the I'm other stuff. Lie. And the final this challenge is going to like, be. I really hope they, they do this because I remember a couple years ago there was this talk yeah. about I mean, legends coming back, and it ended up being like a really like it was well done in that they incorporated everything from the show, but it was like a TV movie, which is very weird. Like, how do you make a game show into a movie? But they did. They pulled it off. Now the effects the effects aren't the greatest in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it was done on a budget, but. It has Kirk Fogg. He does repel right. at one point. Yet, you know, you see him do that, so that's a plus. <laughs> and and the, the, like I said, a lot of the things that you know, you see, like you will see like orange monkeys, but you see physical orange monkeys. Like, oh, there's the shout out. You know, like you see all the you see all the of the teams, but you see them like you see like oh look at that that's a red jaguar. That's, <laughs> like yeah yeah oh that's a red jaguar that's really weird. So, so there's okay. shout outs to everything. You know what I'm saying? Like an animated. So, like an animated like, and there's like there, there's. So it's cool in that sense, but okay. like, all right, that's, that's cool though. 
Yeah, but I'm glad they're bringing it back. Like, this is it one just, of those shows reboots that... Reboots are hard. I mean, to do. I hope it catches like, the same very, magic. I feel like it's hard to catch the same magic in a bottle really, really with all these Nickelodeon shows. Because you have a level of expectation. And, you know, this is a perfect reboot for, I think, yeah, our era. Because this is something that we all remember as kids. Um, But it, it they... I don't know what they mean by adult themed. Like that's the part that has me a little like, what do you do? Or is it, or is it us? Cause if it's us more, uh, last post, I mean, we'll yeah, be is it, up, is it like, still going to be, cause what like, I'm trying to understand is it like, still going like, to be like, Nima, though, it, like or is it going to be adult? Whatever the, this and that, you know what? This and that is going to sign up. We're, we are applying. Yeah, I was going to say, I will, I will drive right. up. We are applying for Legend of the Hidden Temple. All I'm seeing you will is see it, us on that show. Mondo, this and that, you and me, t-shirt. we're a team. We're going to go for it. We're going to do it. To be on it. Punch us in the face. Punch us in the face. I'm in. I mean, I'm, and I'm even saying, sure either, if we can't figure out how to put that three-piece monkey together, wives, please, please, smack wives. us. Um, please, we'll we deserve it. Just punch us in the face. I feel like they I feel like they, they take advantage. Like, oh, you guys want to be punched in the face? Okay. <laughs> Boom. Right in the face. Um, so like we said, we're getting close to getting close to that time, everybody. Oh, cool. I got uh, you. Yeah, we Ooh, gave you a preview of next week, so be on the lookout for a little inter Miami Orlando City talk. Um, if if you have any ideas for the name of the rivalry, the Turnpike Classico, the Citrus Series, it's gonna, it's gonna, which I think is the baseball one, though, so we can't fun. use that. Um, send it to us on, on Twitter. We're definitely looking for names. That's something we will discuss. So if you got a name for this. This rivalry. Let's let's go. Let's hear it. Yeah, and and absolutely whatever you got. Like if you absolutely. come up with a good name, Look forward to that. Maybe next we'll week. just name it that, and we will call it that. We'll start it. We'll we'll start pushing it. And that is going to be it for today's show. Thank you again for listening to the This and That podcast with Alex and Mondo. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this and that AM. See you next week. <laughs>